Welcome to New Week, New Music, and we are bringing you another bonus episode this week. Uh, today, we are going to be discussing kind of uh, the importance of genres and kind of like music genres as a whole, and just kind of how we use them, or really anything we want. It's pretty it's going to be a pretty uh, open date. And uh, I will uh, start this one with kind of how the idea for this episode came out. If you guys remember our uh, Charlie XCX episode, uh, we got into it a little bit over the the genre anti-pop. Oh, yeah. I forgot about anti-pop. And about whether or not the name anti-pop is stupid or not. And while I won't necessarily defend that, your point on it was something, a genre can't just be anti something. Mm-hmm, and right. My response to that is what about no wave? Forming as a response as like the antithesis to new wave. To new wave. And that's sort of like a well regarded genre at this point. I mean if there can be yeah. anti jokes, why can't there be anti genres? So so maybe we should I should since I guess maybe I kicked this whole thing off, I should clarify. <laughs> so I I tend to think that genre in music is extremely important. So I, I'm like, you know, I, I'm kind of the opposite of the like the music hipster that says, oh, you know, genre is just some words and it doesn't mean anything. So I, I, I tend to view genre as pretty vitally important in the sense that that's kind of how you know what you're getting. And I don't mean that in like, you know, the people that are like, I only listen to this one specific genre and that's the music I like. I mean, like what you like, but you shouldn't confine yourself to genres or use it as like a, you know, a safe space or something like that. But the whole point to me of genre is that this describes what I'm putting out there. And so like as much as like, you know, certain types of metal gets mocked for having eight different qualifiers in front of metal and stuff like that. Pagan but- epic black metal. <laughs> Big black metal. Spoiler <laughs> but um, yeah, it, I think it's and so the reason I didn't like anti-pop is because to me anti-pop doesn't describe anything. It's like okay, it's not pop music. What kind of music is it? And that to me is the core of the genre debate or what a genre is. Is it supposed to describe to the listener in some sense what the music is? And so, like, so I, I think another one that failed yeah. a little bit this year was actually Neptunian maximalism and that I was very surprised by how it sounded when I started mm-hmm. listening to it. And I still don't know if I would consider that album metal or jazz. I don't right. either. But- and, and so that's that's the thing is I went into that expecting much closer to like a Wanderers than what I got. And mm-hmm. I mean, I still enjoyed the hell out of Neptunian maximalism, but I spent the first five minutes of that album or ten minutes of that album in this like kind of mental, okay, I'm recalibrating myself to what I thought Which, I was going to be also, hearing. Also, to be fair, that is like halfway through the first song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think that's... 15 minutes of the album, halfway through track one. But I think that's an important point because, you know, to me, I, I will... Okay, I kind of know what this album is supposed to sound like based on the genre. I'm going to kind of pick when I listen to that to be when I'm going to be receptive to those kind of sounds. I don't know if you guys do this at all, but... I tend so to try me, and yeah. tailor my listening based on the genre. So, our, I mean, this is kind of our first point of contention, I would say. And I'm going to totally disagree with you, Eric, but actually for some of the same reasons that you listed. But it just it leads me to a different conclusion than yours. For me, um, 
you mentioned that genres exist as descriptors, correct? Like as yeah, as a way of like communicating what the sound is. But in my view, it's genres exist as a descriptor to not to um, not to shape your expectations. Well, I guess they kind of are. But I, I mean, I think the whole reason there's classification of anything is like if you're talking about something to someone who's never heard it before, you need a basis for describing it in a way that they'll understand. And, you know, so that's why I think genres exist, just like, you know, types of movies, types of books, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, that shouldn't have any bearing on, like, the judgment of the sound itself. Like, in my view, once you start listening... Yeah, no, I... So, maybe I gave you the wrong impression there. I, I mean, I absolutely don't think that one genre is objectively better than another or anything like that. It, I, I was, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, smooth jazz and death metal are two very different sounds. Right. And so if I'm sitting down, so say, say a smooth jazz or a death metal album comes up in our reviews th- this week, I might be more receptive to smooth jazz when I'm still waking up, having my first cup of coffee, and I might be more receptive to death metal in the evening and i think actually those are probably swamped, when you've had but, your seventh cup of coffee <laughs> but um <laughs> you wake so, up to death metal fuck uh, you. you know i i don't i don't avoid any genres or i don't try to uh no avoid. no and i wasn't i wasn't I, I, trying to imply I, that I, at I know all you yeah. aren't, but but i i guess i i will use the genre as a cue to like i know what kind of things mm-hmm. i'm in the mood for and so if i know and, and maybe this is putting the cart before the horse but i know if i'm going to listen to a death metal album this week I'm going to pick a time when I'm feeling like, yeah, I feel like death metal right now to give that mm-hmm. album the best chance of me appreciating the art. And so I right. use it as a, a way to set myself up for success kind of with the album in that, you know, if I'm if I'm not in a, a mood or a, a mental state where I'm going to be receptive to that kind of thing, I, I put it off and I, I do it later because I, I think that's a good way for me to enjoy music mm-hmm. kind of to its fullest is oh yeah, I know this is going to sound sort of like this and I'm in the mood for that now. Right. Yeah, no, that's, that's totally fair. I think, I, I guess the, I, probably the part I was trying to get at was, you know, when you mentioned, uh, listening to, um, Neptunium maximalism and having to recalibrate yourself. Like, I think that in my view, that's one potential hindrance that's created by genres in that, like, if you think you're like, if you go in like, cause you, I mean, you went in with an expectation. I mean, you right. even referenced to, to some degree. The, the main yeah. episode this week when you said, if you had known Gulch was metalcore going in, yeah, you no, yeah. would have had biases against it. Exactly. And like, that's why, to me, it's like, yeah, genre has its purpose. But for me, like, like take the Neptunium. And yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Gulch because I was going to say the exact same thing. I'm glad I didn't know what it was labeled as because it, it may have, I mean, I still think I'm pretty open-minded person but who knows maybe it would have everyone has their bias yeah everyone has their biases it might have turned me off to it a little bit because historically i i don't like that sound very much and then but ended up loving it but back to neptunium maximalism i mean in my view like you could call that album smooth jazz you could call it country you'd be totally wrong but no matter what it's labeled (laughs) as like the music stands on its own you know Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not like when i review it i'm not i'm not thinking it thinking of it as a jazz album or as a metal album. I'm just trying to take it in as it is. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely uh, don't. I agree with that, and I, I'm kind of going to take that because I haven't really given my yeah, yeah. Uh, point Go ahead and give it to talk way over you. I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> let no, you no have worries. your say now. Um, yeah, our, but, uh, our and I will sniffing. somewhat bring it back to Charlie XCX. Because um, like, with that album, what anti-pop, hyper-pop, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, that's just kind of... That kind of right there describes my feelings of genres. They are descriptors but they don't necessarily need to mean anything like what right. if i just said to you what does anti-pop sound like be like i don't know what the fuck anti-pop is be like okay now i'm telling you now anti-pop is like somewhat dissonant heavily electronically influenced uh pop music and then you play charlie xx be like oh yeah this is anti-pop i guess because that's what it is um, so, like, the naming of it doesn't really mean anything, but it it can it's a, a tool to kind of help you understand what the album is. Um, and I mean, we definitely do it to some degree. I mean, we obviously try to, at least sometimes, try to you know pick the same genres uh, for any given week. We don't always, but we do frequently. I try to not, you know, um, bias myself as much as I can to to whatever genres they are. Um, and my biggest failing at that is country music. Like, there's never really a time I I want to listen to country. So whenever I'm like, oh, I gotta listen to country now. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. that, that's I think a we're personal all failing guilty on of my that. part. <laughs> um, and it is something I I really do want to change, but goddamn, I just haven't heard anything good. Well, it's hard uh, when, to, yeah. To break that those preconceived notions that I've had and like we've had albums like that at least for you guys like with um um oh god what's his name from a few weeks ago uh Jeff Rosenstock mm, yeah. uh because like uh we had talked about like you know a pop punk album in 2020 like right that's, that's a little yeah no if just, if I you mean, just told me at, uh Machine yeah. Gun Kelly's new album <laughs> <laughs> well if you guys had just told which you probably did, but but if you guys would say, hey, Ben, um, there's a new pop punk album out. You want to put that on the queue? I'd be like, nah, let's pass. And I'm glad we didn't because I ended up really liking that album. So that's, I mean, you know, just another example of like where genrefication can potentially close doors rather than opening them. But, it, but, I, mean, but I also feel of... like we don't, we don't pay too much attention to it. I mean, we, you know, we're still going to do our due diligence and check stuff out, but... You know, I think and for I a think, lot of people, they might yeah, just close the door on that. I, I think that's a bit of a failure on the listener's end, though, you know, because mm. genre, to me, it is a tool for the artist. That's that's right. an opportunity for you to describe yourself and, and, and label yourself in a way, not to, to paint yourself into a corner or anything like that, but to, you know, it, and it's like a, putting a hashtag on a tweet. It's a way for people to find your art. It's a way for people to, you know, it's like a book cover. It's a way for somebody... To look at it and say, okay, this is kind of what it is. And so I tend to think of it from the artist, from the industry side of things. Mm-hmm. But there is definitely a failure, a failure on the listener's part if you exclude stuff because of genre. You you shouldn't right. use that to determine whether or not I'm going to like something before I go into it. Right. But but more just to kind of set the stage for, okay, the artist describes themselves as this. What can I maybe expect? You know, starting yeah. starting from from nothing there. 
have two, let's see, two kind of tangents based on what you just said, Eric. One is like, I totally agree that it, it can be a really useful tool. Like I know in the past couple of years, I've discovered genres that I had honestly never even heard of before. Um, one example being shoegaze. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know like if you guys know what shoegaze is. I yeah, know yeah. for I've, a fact. I've heard my bloody Valentine and I still yeah. don't know what shoegaze is. I know for a fact I cannot put into words what shoegaze is, but after listening to my bloody Valentine and a little bit of, uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Suvlaki. No, that's the album. Um, whatever the other big shoegaze artist is. But, but after listening to them, I'm like, oh, so that's what shoegaze is. Like, I, I know what it sounds like. I can't describe it, but it's like, oh, that was a really helpful tool for you me. You want to know where I that know. term comes from? Yeah, no, please tell me because I have no idea. It comes from these guys doing all of these weird effects with their guitars, and so they have monstrous pedal boards, and so they're standing there staring at their shoes as they tap dance oh, on all the guitar staring pedals at their to shoes. get the right sound. Okay. It's, it's literal. Cool. It is hmm. a little, I, I was wondering, yeah, like, I, yeah, I never knew that learn something new every day that's cool and then the what was the other comment i was gonna oh yeah the other comment um so eric you mentioned like it's what the artist wants to sell themselves as but in the case of idm do you think that was the case or is that Absolutely. just some shit that is it okay i was <laughs> I wondering mean, but, <laughs> I mean, there's definitely always been some uh, controversy around the name idm which yeah, it's i will, such I will a, once again uh, take this moment to plug one of my favorite YouTubers at the time, Deep Cuts, he does... I mentioned to him a couple episodes ago, I don't exactly remember. Oh, on the Purrate episode, where he does, like, deep dives into various niche genres. He he does have an IDM episode as well. Uh, but, and uh, I th think those are really, uh, really interesting episodes, and he's, he's very well-spoken. Um, and... Uh, watching those videos and listening to the music he recommends in them really does give you a, a great idea of what the genre is quote-unquote supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I will also emphasize with typically the most well-known artists get well-known because they did something their genre wasn't quote supposed to do. Right, and then it became a new standard. Yeah. Or almost right. defining a new genre. Or, yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, if, but for like, almost every genre, you can name a band or an artist that exemplifies that genre. Right, because they probably defined it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Fun little game right here. What album this year would you say most represents the genre it is? I would Ooh. say um, the Posehn album really represents Grandpa Metal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I can disagree with that one. Uh, you really can't. Um, uh, that's a good question. I'm going to have to look at my list there because I don't know if... To me, I think the two best examples of the genre, be the, of representing the genre, would be Shabaka and the Ancestors with Afro mm -hmm. Okay. and Run the Jewels with Hardcore Hip Hop. Yeah, I've got to give it to are... Pine Grove. Because I had yeah. never heard <laughs> yeah. alt emo country before, and the second I put that album on, I'm like, "Yep, that is alt emo country." <laughs> yeah, I, those are all I will really, really good. Definitely picks there. agree with that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's. Let's see what else. I'm looking through my list, see if anything jumps out at me. Firewind, but that's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For power metal, <laughs> I mean, that's that's almost too obvious. Yeah, I don't think I can beat Pine Grove. <laughs> Yeah, Pine Grove's Pine probably... Grove, Pine Grove's such a great example from this year's list, just because, like, 
That was a, dis- a, a collection of words that I was very, very skeptical about going in. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of all three of those genres. But somehow they describe it extremely well, and it's it's not something that I'm used to hearing. So, but but that does, I guess, maybe point to a failing of the genre system too, in the sense that if you hear of a new genre, you're not necessarily going to know what it sounds like. Exactly. You kind of have to dabble a little bit before you have yeah. any idea what what that genre is yeah you, you oh, can't I've got, really it's not like a book cover you have to experience it you do mm-hmm. uh, to hop back um is vanilla metal a subgenre? because if it is uh i would choose paradise lost <laughs> <laughs> oh we could yeah. start it that could be a new thing we could be vanilla metal <laughs> i don't think anyone would ever want to build themselves that way whatsoever but whatsoever it's I'm one sure note, and that you note could is make B. a <laughs> you could make a fair <laughs> argument for that being a genre. God, that that album might be one of my biggest. It might still be my biggest disappointment of the year. Oh, but I mean, to kind of mention uh, some of these metal guys too, you know, we, I mean, we just talked about this on on the main episode. You know, hardcore or metalcore, or whatever. I mean, I've got something in my top quarter and bottom quarter from that same genre too. So. Right. Right. Ne- not necessarily an indication of quality or, or anything like that. It's just a, a very general descriptor, or that's at least how I feel it should be used. Right. Yeah. To me, it's like it's like an advertisement for what it is almost like it's like a very short commercial, uh, but it doesn't necessarily have to pertain to anything. Right. I mean, it definitely has its function. I mean, if you're like... If a friend comes up to you and says, hey, you got to see this new movie, and you go, oh, what's it about? He's like, just watch it. You'll find out. You'd be like, um, there I want to know more. There are very, very few movies I think I would, that would apply yeah. to. But it's kind it's of like, like, I can't tell yeah. you what it is. You just got to watch it. <laughs> it's kind of the same. Like, it's good to have a little bit of a basis, um, but it shouldn't extend. I'm like, in my view, it should get you in the front door. And then once you start listening to the music, I think consideration of the genre should should kind of fade into the background. Like, it's just not that important anymore at that point. Yeah, outside of, you know, the, just the generic what the artist intended to make, you know, does it accomplishing its goals, that kind of thing. Genre may be a small part in that. But yeah, no, I completely agree. It's yeah. a very useful tool as a descriptor, but you got to be careful. It is very because it's very easy to start pigeonholing yourself and using it in ways that are detrimental to your experience. Mm. You know, use that power wisely. <laughs> yeah. There's right. another fun slash stupid question. Or uh, I'm going to say something, and you guys tell me if you agree or disagree. Okay. At the very core of it, if you go, like, specific, and are at a high enough level, there's only four genres of music. Rock, hip-hop, pop, and classical. Everything else is some amalgamation of those. I agree 100% except for the, um, I don't believe that rap is music. (laughs) (laughs) My father was a music theorist. He said uh, a song has to have uh, uh, melody, harmony, and a beat for it to be music. And he was a music theorist. So that's how I feel about it. No offense, but they know that. What did your wife have to say about that? I play violin. Yeah, she's a nurse. She's super hot. Okay. She's a she's Fuck a doctor. An <laughs> okay, women love me. Okay, I've had sex. <laughs> uh, I, I think you're wrong paternity. because I don't think <laughs> my kids are paternity tested. 
<laughs> I, I would actually maybe say rock goes away. You replace that with blues and jazz gets its own fifth section. See, I, I think uh, jazz is a combination of rock and classical. Mm, no. Eh, no, I would I would definitely say jazz is its own thing for sure. I think jazz is I think it's very its distinct. Thing. I mean, think about the structure of a jazz song or rather the lack of a structure like like classical is regimented. Uh, rock is rock regimented. is regimented too, just just in a much more loose free way. Jazz like, is early rock was very not. See, not my but it was based on blues. See, well, here's yeah. a hot take. Rock and metal don't exist as genres in the very, very, very core of them because they just exist in the spectrum between blues and classical. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're gonna like, like, I mean, reduce things this down is to, to you know, their, like, I mean, it's yeah. a bit tongue in cheek, like, but mile yeah. high, like, you know. <laughs> but like right, to me, yeah. Wanderers has more in common with classical than oh, you one, might think. No, Wanderers right. is, I think, extremely similar to classical. And I, I think metal is a lot on that spectrum, and your typical like rock is a little closer to blues. But I yeah, like, my, I, I would, yeah, I would some, say you've got some classical. metal genres are very similar to classical. Gulch is not very similar to classical. <laughs> no. but, but yeah, I, I would say you've got you've got classical, you've got blues, you've got jazz, and then you've got I, th I think electronic is its own genre, uh, and and maybe mm -hmm. hip hop. Maybe, I don't yeah, I th think, I think uh, jazz and blues are separate. I would uh, separate that one's hard for me. Level. Yeah, that uh, one's. It depends how high you go, I guess. But I also, I also think blues, both blues and jazz, would fall under the rock umbrella. Like they're in, bet they're in between classical. Mm -hmm. I, I could. I don't know. See that. I can see art. Like I, I think you can all make decent arguments for everything you've said i don't know at the end of the day it's I mean, like it's how, how specific do you want to be you know <laughs> like right now but, we're, but this we're, is a really we're good doing example the opposite. though <laughs> yeah this we're, is a great we're doing example the opposite of what most people do genre right because most people yeah, are like yeah, well no it's is... it's subprimal uh pagan um um <laughs> xkcd uh 512 uh metal like no there's two genres guys there's clapping and there's saxophone <laughs> <laughs> There's really only one genre if you think about it. Music. And anti music. music. Is the one you know genre. what? Anti music. <laughs> we're, we're all music. Which is what yeah, we consider posing. Speaking of John speaking of John Cage. <laughs> there's music and there's a crime against my ears. <laughs> <laughs> if it sucks, is it really music? It's music and um, war crimes. <laughs> speaking of anti music, we should do we should listen to the uh a combination of the two. <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, that's, God, that's a great description of pure, purient music and war crimes. <laughs> Musical war crime. <sighs> war crimes sure as music. To say that. I'd like to think Prurient watched his video of us. Uh, or watched our video of his. He probably uh, did. Is it even out right now? I don't know. I don't <laughs> oh no, that's coming out later. Yeah, but he knows it's coming because we announced it. Uh, Boy, by point. the time this comes out, it will be out. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm lost uh, in the dimensions of space and time. <laughs> it's really a Tuesday, you, but you, it's Neptodian not. <laughs> damn you. Uh, that, that got weird. <laughs> yeah, that's the point, though, right? What was the topic yeah. of this episode? We were supposed to talk about something or other. I don't know. Charlie XCX was involved. 
Use the power of genre for good, not for evil. <laughs> yeah. You know, just be... Use just, genres to help you find new things. Just be, de- just be decent ever, to one another, you know? Yeah. Be awesome, man. Just be, just be awesome, awesome to, to each other. Why do you think Dead Mouse doesn't consider himself IDM? Because he's like the poster he child for that personality. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I mean, he, I, I would have to imagine, like, if you get labeled as IDM, like, I don't know, like... Uh, maybe he doesn't want to seem pretentious, although he is kind of pretentious, right? I think he does want to seem pretentious. I think that's his goal. <laughs> but hasn't he also said that, hasn't he also admitted that he's just not, like, that good at music theory? Like, he just, I don't know. He actually doesn't really know anything about actually, like, playing no, I, music. He's I think just he a has really a, good... Yeah, like, he's an extremely like, good producer. Yeah. Right. Like, from I the think he's admitted side. that... I, w- I would guess that he yeah, doesn't no, want to be seen as times. seen as a genius when he knows himself that he's not, you know, in certain aspects. He's more that of most an elitist than a genius. Like he has a solid <laughs> sure. gold mini moke. <laughs> <laughs> he has a Ferrari. Fucking can. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a Ferrari. He has a no. They took away his Ferrari. Now he has a, a Lamborghini uh, Puracon. Oh, is when they took away his Ferrari when Ferrari started losing Formula One? Because I think it is. I don't know. Is it, I know like Formula Ferrari one. is one of the <laughs> Ferrari is one of the douchiest companies, car companies. Like they like <laughs> like some cars. Like you have to have like three Ferraris before you buy this Ferrari, and you can't now modify your Ferrari. <laughs> Was well, the topic of genre? Were we not talking Ferrari about are douches. <laughs> People who drive Ferraris are douchebags. <laughs> Uh, so I think I'll, we'll just end it there. Lamborghini drivers, however, are really, really grounded people, so, in my view. <laughs> if we have to suffer through our own stream of consciousness, so does everybody else. <laughs> A great example of how not to use genre. Start by thinking about genre and end up talking about Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you all very much for listening and joining us on this uh, bizarre journey of genres and supercars we went on this evening. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, later Is on an Aventador a supercar or a sports car or a muscle car? <laughs> Good night, guys. The meeting is ending in 10 minutes, I, Yeah, ben. I'm not even going to give the outro now. I'm just so mad. <laughs> so, uh, fuck all you guys. Not you listeners. We love you guys. Uh, join us next week. We're doing Nas and Big Sean. And uh, thank you very much for listening to us. Good night. <laughs>